Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 67th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 36th episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Josea Jorge Neto. He was most recently a senior art director at RGA. You know, Josea, really happy to have you on. Hey, Matt, thank you. You know, appreciate helping out and give you guys a platform. Yeah, of course. Maybe just start off by telling everyone how you're dealing with, you know, this crazy pandemic, where you're quarantining and how you've been keeping busy the last few months. Sure. I'm uh, in Austin, Texas, which actually we are, things a little bit more open here, but still like uh, everybody's like, Austin is a very like, friendly town, everybody's super concerned. So we're still keeping the distance. Uh, so yeah, pretty much at home, spending time with the dog. Uh, my dog is like thinking he's having his best year yet. <laughs> Bad for humans, good for him. Uh, and yeah, and I've been, uh, been getting freelance work uh, somewhat consistent. So, and I guess like everyone, when you're freelancing, it's been pretty crazy this year. We like timelines and all that. And then in between gigs, I'm just, yeah, spending time with the dog. Uh, also uh, trying to exercise, keep it somewhat healthy in shape. How have you been getting the freelance, you know, gigs? I've been, it's been uh, also all sorts of random ways. Some are then like, or connections, people from RGA indicate me to gigs. Uh, there were some random ones that like uh, pop up uh, from anything from like a uh, freelance with uh, media companies you're trying to sell creative. Uh, there was an agency from all places in Amsterdam that they just got my name uh, through, uh, through RGA uh, with my former boss. Uh, I'm helping him out with some projects. Uh, Dave and Goliath, which uh, they just always uh, used to work before. They, they've been giving me some work, so. I can't complain. You know, yeah, been, that's great. Have you been, yeah. you know, flexing some of your creative muscles outside of freelance opportunities? Any, you know, kind of keeping busy around the house projects? I've been, uh, yeah, I've been trying to uh, learn some new stuff. I, I was exploring uh, After Effects, which I didn't use much before. I just kind of knew the basics, but I don't want to sound like a fool when I'm talking to an animator. So I want to know well enough that I uh that don't sound stupid uh also i was just uh looking at figma all the the prototyping and uh ui uxd uh xd programs uh figma sketch uh i thought it's not that complicated uh i i thought i was kind of intimidating in the beginning but if you know photoshop in a way around you can pick it up fairly quick uh and I was also trying to do a sketch series, uh, animated. I was working with a partner uh, using Adobe character. It's a program that you can also animate the characters like you move your mouth. So we are writing a few uh, quick animated sketches. Uh, we put a pause on all because we got a little busy with other things. Uh, yeah, so a mix of everything. Yeah, it's great. Good to, to stay busy and especially use that time to just learn you know, yeah. other kind of valuable assets that when you do get back, you know, to, to freelance or full-time job, be able to use. Mm -hmm. Maybe just tell everyone also, you know, a little bit about yourself, how you ended up in the ad industry, some clients you've worked on and where you've worked. 
in the past year? Sure. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm originally from Brazil, but different from a lot of Brazilians that come here after they've been successful in Brazil. Uh, I actually, I, I used to be a tennis player. So I got, I got offered a scholarship to come play college tennis. And I, I knew of advertising because one of my closest friends in childhood, he used to work, uh, it's a famous agency in Brazil, it's Almap BGO. Yeah. It was a writer there. Uh, so I came as a tennis player, graduated, uh, thought I was gonna play tennis, but I wasn't good enough to make to the pros. So I was wondering what to do next. And uh, I, I used to keep in touch with him and he was just talking to me more about uh, advertising, what he does. And then right away I, I found was super interesting. So I uh, was trying to apply to creative school, but it was kind of, I remember being kind of expensive. Uh, but then I found out that in the University of Texas, they had a, a creative program, the Texas Creative, shout out, shout out to them, uh, that you could also get like a degree and be part of the, the creative program. And I was offered a scholarship at the time to be a teaching assistant uh, in advertising. So I was able to uh, get a, a master's degree and also uh, enroll in the Texas Creative uh, Portfolio Program. So after that, I got hired at an agency here locally in Austin. At the time, they were uh, was called Latin Works. I think they recently changed names. It's a multi multicultural market agency. By the time they were doing some really good work, I remember the time they had a a Super Bowl spot spot for Bud Light with Carlos Mencia. Uh, the time Carlos Mencia used to be famous before his downfall. <laughs> Uh, they have some uh, uh, Starburst uh, Skittles work. So I worked there for a while. Then I moved to Miami. Uh, then I work uh, TBWA. They have an office for Latin America there. And uh, for and then YNR, also an office that work with some accounts in Brazil and Latin America. So I work for a while at those places. Then I got a... I got an offer back in uh, California uh, an agency called, also they also changed name. They used to be called Grupo Gallegos. Now they're Gallegos United. And uh, at the time, I think when I moved there, it's, I feel like I started getting a couple hits with work. I work uh, on uh, Got Milk, like the original Got Milk ads. Uh, we used to share the, the work with Goodby. Uh, we're the multicultural agency and Goodby obviously is the, created the, the the brand, the campaign, but we start like the client kind of wanted us to work together. So we, uh, we, we, you, my partner and I, we used to be our, the, our the team at Grupo Gallegos. I used to work with the team at Gooby on the campaigns, but then he ended up the thing that was almost became like a, you know how it goes, like a yeah. competition. And then we will sell a work and they'll sell the work. But I remember the time we were able to uh, produce a lot of uh, Gamil campaigns at the time uh eventually like we even got the whole account by the time i was leaving uh also work on some uh i had some fun work for concast Xfinity. we used to share a lot of accounts with goodby at the time so from there i transitioned i started working general market so i went to david and goliath in uh in los angeles uh i started as a freelance there actually uh remember my first project i helped them with a. Uh, a Super Bowl campaign, the one that had Steve Tyler and the, the Stinger car. 
So I helped them with another TV spot. The TV was already shot, but they were thinking PR and activations around the, to maximize views on the, on the TV. Uh, and then after they didn't go live, I got offered a job at RGA in Austin uh, with my former partner at Grupo Gallegos, the agency in, uh, in uh, California. So we reunited here and they hired us to launch this new startup client they had it was a, a best bank, it was a digital bank that their interest was paying in American Airlines miles. So it was um, like we created the... the we created the campaign platform pretty much from scratch, launched the bank. They didn't have anything before, but I think the COVID was a big hit because they were based, their product was based on American Airlines miles. Uh, so you affected like, uh, and they were also kind of still in the experimenting phase and adjusting things. So it was a, a big hit. Uh, but at the time we also like, uh, we had some proactive work that we were able to sell during the time with RJ too. We had like a adoption campaign for the Austin Humane Society. Uh, actually, we won a Webby's with that campaign early this year. Congrats. Uh, yeah, thanks. Well, I think it was the, the first one for the Austin office. It's somewhat a new office. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of... Yeah, that's that's great. A lot of experience, which is great, and you know, bouncing around from agencies and locations is is great too. Do you want to you know be in Austin, or you're willing to relocate depending on the opportunity? No, I'm willing to relocate. Uh, Austin's a nice place. I'm would be open here, but the market's a little smaller. There's like three or four agencies that like you just jump from. Uh, I'm considering uh, California, Los Angeles, because I mean I. I Built my career there, so and I have friends and and uh, family there. Uh, also open to New York, although a lot of people say no, it's not a good time. But you know, New York is still feels like uh, there's a lot of places, so it's easy to like move around. If uh, I don't know, so yeah, I'm open to like New York, uh, Los Angeles, Austin. Uh, San Francisco, also it's uh, like the tech culture there. Uh, I'll say like this, uh, like my four to go places. Yeah, and you're looking to stay kind of in the more general market agencies, right? Yes, I'm uh, probably uh, more like what I look for, like uh, my, especially my partner and I, like how we also try, me and my partner, we're also trying to uh, find something as a team because we like working together. Uh, Ideally, what we're looking for, we uh, agencies that are more creative led, uh, you know, the, the thinks creativity is kind of like uh, the, the main thing to solve business problems. Uh, independent multicultural market or, or general market, uh, open to both, but I think there's probably will be more opportunities in the general market. It's just, it's just a bigger market, more opportunities, more budget. Yeah, totally. And then we, we just answered a little bit, but what would you say you're looking for in your next role? Yeah, it's exactly that. Uh, I think uh, it's just uh, we, my, when I say we, my partner and I, with uh, we tend to be a better match or like with, I think we're the most prolific when we work at this uh, creative-led agencies. Uh, 
also like uh, we work with a lot of independent and we both work networks agencies, independent agencies uh, with, I don't know, it was just a coincidence, but during our time, independent agencies also I felt was the most prolific when producing more work. Uh, and I think was also like, uh, yeah, I think was when we were at our best, happiest. Uh, so I think that's what I'm looking for. Not a specific name. I don't have any specific name. I can call out agency X or Y, but. I Great. Think Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? Yes. Uh, I think I, I was, uh, I think I'm, the project that I was most proud of, uh, I work on a project for Gut Milk that was called uh, Bones Love Milk, which it was almost, it became a sub-brand of uh, 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 the Gut Milk. Gut Milk, the, the main target was always moms, like the main shoppers. But it started with as a proactive idea, one of the clients, the client was the California uh, Milk Board. And it's a, it's a board of the producing. And I remember one of the clients were mentioned something about uh, thinking about work targeted at teens and teenagers. Uh, you know how the Got Milk was always kind of like a cool brand and then it, it's been a little bit forgotten lately. Uh, so I remember he, uh, he was challenging us for that, but we didn't know if it makes sense as far as business, like with the teenagers and twins. But we actually went back to strategy and we saw there was like this deep, big dip in consumption among uh, twins and teenagers. Like when you're young, you drink milk, when you become a parent, you buy more. But that age is kind of, you have start drinking everything else that's cool. Uh, so it actually made sense business-wise to it and it was a market that was overlooked. So it started really small, like, uh, uh, start really small we just think like uh in, in for teens and teenagers like action sports is a big part of the culture in california the lifestyle and more than red bull and anything else you kind of have an excuse to be there because top of mind is like milk can build strong bones so we create like we create like this bones of milk that was almost like uh almost acted like red bull a lot of like activation experiential stunts social started grassroots level uh it was funny because in the beginning, like uh, we're luckily also my partner worked in a skate shop. So we didn't have much money in the beginning, but we were able to uh, tap into some of his contacts that like got like uh, guys are pros in the industry. Like people not, may not know him like the Nigel Houston's of the world, but, but if you're a hardcore skater, you know these people. Uh, so we're doing, and we try to keep like art direction wise, the whole thing pretty original with the skateboard culture in California. So some people are like hitting us up on Instagram. It's like, what is this? Is this new skateboard brand? Is this a commercial? What's going on, you know? Awesome. So, yeah. So it starts small grassroots and it actually kind of grew. Uh, it became almost like a sub brand. They, they like, I left, I don't work on the campaign anymore, but last I heard like, they expanded to like other sports. Like they have their own official skateboard team now, professional. There were talks about like expanding something with the Olympics because skateboard's gonna be on the Olympics. So it was the first time that was like a campaign, but actually became more like a brand. You know, it was very cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Really, really cool stuff. And I saw a little bit of it, I think, in your portfolio that I'll share out when I when I post it. But really cool stuff. Cool.
Yeah. What would agencies be getting if they did hire you, doing their freelance or full time? I think I think what I offer the most, like I, I've always like I have a strong like strategic background, also from like uh, being a TA for like strategy and planning. So I I feel like I stay pretty disciplined with strategy and. You know, I try to think more like a creative business creative always ties to strategy. Uh, and also like, uh, I would say to a healthy degree, like obsessive work ethic, like, uh, you know, I, I luckily me and my partner, the place we've been, we also been able to like offer extra stuff or, or offer proactive ideas to client that turn into a big things like uh, a bigger projects like the, for example, the Bones Love Milk, or the, the dog campaigns that RGA was also proactive. And also with the clients, like the, the real day-to-day -day clients also offering uh, new stuff and always fighting for the work. Uh, my partner even like jokes with me a little bit, like they call me like a little bit of creative bulldog. Uh, so I try, like, I think I mentioned that on our bio, like, uh, you know, I to me it's almost like uh, making sure like I don't, cross that line of being like too annoying like you know because people work at different levels of pace but overall I think to a healthy degree like I'm always pushing you know like for for the passion for the work itself aside from anything like uh you know titles and career moves like just about the work and stay pretty disciplined with strategy yeah I think that's really important especially in this industry you know when you have to be hungry so you gotta always be you know thinking proactively, thinking how to help your clients do kind of all those things. I know I suffer from that same issue of being too obsessed and too many proactive and too many this. And everyone's like, maybe you and your partner should relax a little bit. <laughs> Just like, yeah. you, should. you know, that's we're in this industry because you like creating and you want to make stuff. So that's a good, a good problem to have because not a lot of people do have that drive to, you know, just create and, and always try and make stuff. Yeah. I'm like, no, no okay, it's gonna be okay. I got it too, you know. <laughs> exactly. What do you do outside of work? I mean, you mentioned, you know, being a, a tennis player. What else do you, you enjoy doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, to actually, uh, after college, I, I haven't played tennis that much, but I got into MMA. Uh, so, because I was in Huntington Beach, and I think you have more MMA gyms there than 7-Elevens. Like in Huntington Beach, you either do MMA or you surf. So I, I found a gym close to my house. In the beginning, it was just exercise for exercise purpose, but I got really into it. Uh, so I, I've actually, our gym reopened here. There's a little bubble. So like, we don't allow new people, but the people that are there, like uh, can go and train. So I, I've been actually, I think I'm taking on training and exercising, like all the frustration of this year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've been like, uh, yeah, MMA, like I'm a, I'm a movie junkie too. Like I, I love like watching all, all kinds of movies and shows like from all different like uh, countries and cultures. Like I remember I was watching, a, one was German, it was called ba Babylon Berlin, uh, was on Netflix. The latest one I, I watched was uh, The Queen's Gambit. I watched it last week. Have you watched that one? Not yet, but it's on the radar. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, 
yeah before i before i spoil or alert anything yeah. let's skip it that i enjoy yeah everyone's been talking about it so i'll definitely make my way to, to watch that soon i guess yeah. the last question for me is is there a dream agency or client or brand that you'd want to work on um i wouldn't want to call any any agency in particular uh I mentioned before, like the ones that are creative labs probably like will be my dream agencies. Uh, as far as clients, like uh, also like uh, clients, they also believe in uh, like the cre like creativity can be like what really can be the economic multiplier. Uh, you know, that can make the big differences like on the creative. Uh, I remember like I also wanna give a shout out. Uh, James was our client on Got Milk. I think he was also artist uh, and like uh, really if the work on Got Milk wasn't good, there was no one to blame but ourselves, really. He was like a great, great client, always like fought for like uh, creative work. So that'll be dream client. Yeah, great. Clients that believe in that, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's really it for me. Good luck and you know, thanks so much for, for doing this. Thank you uh, again. I uh, really appreciate and congrats on uh, your Sideshow Award for this, helping people. Thank you. appreciate it. What's the, uh, the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, my email, it's, uh, it's kind of long. All right, so let me make sure everybody grab a pen and paper. <laughs> no, but I guess my portfolio is uh, kimandjose.com is my portfolio with my partner. And there we have the contact with my email and phone number, uh, both like uh, free to reach out by email or phone number or phone. Uh, so yeah, kimandjose.com. Uh, it's updated, our latest work is there. And uh, also giving a shout out to my partner, Cam too. Uh, we're in this together uh, and thank you. Yeah, great. That's a wrap for the 67th episode of Bouncing Back. You know, anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me a note at malow930 at gmail.com. And you can now check out you know, the availlist.com for an amazing list of people who are willing you know, to get back to work. You can also check out these episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks a lot, ma'am. Thank you. Have a good one.